Never seen a lame man walk Never heard a dumb man talk Never seen a blind man see I promise you a pain Never seen a cancer death Never seen all the poor get fed Never seen a prisoner set free I promise you a change Coming at you live in full effect. Been percolating in the lab down here in South Arkansas. And I'm joined as always by my best friend, Clint Clark, up in central Arkansas in beautiful Greenbrier, Wooster, Shady Grove, Metroplex area. How you doing, Clint? Man, I'm good. But you know, Anna rearranged her office. I've got a green screen sometimes I pull across, but we're recording this kind of late. I'm feeling lazy. Guys, listen, I'm going to tell you, Uncle Clint will tell you, your, your boy Big C and Bigger T are phoning this one in. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Don't turn it off unless you already did. In case, come back. That's um, right. But no, I didn't feel like Like, share, comment. It's a great <laughs> one. <laughs> Best well, one ever. What was this episode 120 in the can? I don't know. One, 122. 122. I, I can't. Keep up. Yeah. We've been doing this forever. Um, but no, so uh, the, the new background, like we got the flamingo here, which is, uh, you know, it makes wow. it, made several appearances. I, everybody knows I'm a Cardinal fan. I got the Red Sox thing. I'm like, going forward, I'm going to just have to use the green screen. Yeah. Uh, this Red Sox crap and the flamingo. Yeah. Just, you know, every time I look at me, I'm gonna just I'm not looking at you. I'm not looking at me. I'm looking at that flamingo. The, the flamingo is sitting there like he's about I, to wreck I mean, I house. I just I don't you know just turn around. He's plotting on you. He is that the little flamingo. The flamingo's plotting on me. So yeah. For those of y'all listening and not watching, Clint has a little flamingo that's about what three four inches tall something like yeah, that on it's shady it's sitting on a it is on a something behind some shady, shady office apparatus behind him flamingo can't but, trust it so let me tell you about it. can't trust it travis can't trust it. can't trust me as as our boys um 
what were their names? Flavor Flav, Chuck D. Oh, Public Enemy. Public Enemy, yeah. Can't trust it. Mm. You remember they did the roast of Flavor Flav and Chuck D wasn't there? And <laughs> I remember one of the best burns was was Jeff Ross goes, apparently D stands for dignity. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that, that is that is fantastic. <laughs> so, no, so anyway, um, a funny thing happened this week. I, I think me and you briefly talked about it. Mm-hmm. I might have sent you the promo, but um, man, I've retired from professional wrestling. I had my last match. You saw it. We broke it down live here on the podcast. That's right. Me, you, and Baseball Bo. Yeah, Baseball Bo. And Baseball Bo. That might have been the awkward interaction, most awkward interaction we ever had with a guest. That's right. Purple leotard. Breaking yeah, sure. down with baseball bow. Yeah. Like, that's not Caden Wallace. That's, that's, right, yeah. that's Draven Morrow. Uh-huh. Of his beard. So that was my retirement match. I agreed, like it was the last ever. It was a decent match. It was a good match for an old man that's 46 years old and, and hadn't practiced in a year. But so I started, I, a friend of mine started his own promotion. Mm-hmm. Started his own promotion. Ray Ivy started his own promotion. So I messaged him and said, hey, man, could I um, – I said, could, if I could help you, let me know. And he's like – he's like, well, we always could use sponsors. I'm like, I'm not giving you money, but if you need me to come do something, I'll come do it outside, you know, wrestling and action. Did you have to pull it? Do you realize who you're talking to? I should have. I'm like – You're talking to the wild card, Colton Cash. That's all I gotta say. I mean, it's Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair. You know they're fighting at the top. Yeah, Andre the Giant, Wildcard Golden Cash It's down there. I mean, right, it, it, right it, there. I'm, I'm, I'm probably in the P. You know that PW <laughs> releases, um, their top five hundred every year, and um. I don't think my name's ever been brought up. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Just to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I, oh. don't, I did make my name. My my, my my name did get in pro wrestling in Illustrated one time. I lost to Twisted Sister. And oh. it said Col- Twisted Sister defeated Colton Cash. Did you just so, fight for your right to party? I did. Or, what, what, was it, what was that song they sang, Twisted Sister? Oh, we're not going to. Oh, yeah, we're not going to take it. That's right. No, that's Beastie not, Boys. Beastie five boys for the right. Yeah, because their manager's I, crazy. He I, always I, smokes I dust. I don't know if you mentioned this. He got it's, his own room at the back of the bus. I don't know late, what that means. Tired. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. You were rapping some Beastie Boys, but <laughs> so it's kind of like like no. I said let me. I'll come in and manage somebody or something if you want me to. Yeah. So basically, it is really it's the funnest thing I've ever done, Travis. I don't have to get hit. Nobody's trying to hurt me. I just get to run my mouth. That's all. What? That's, yeah, that is literally. You found something where all you, you get, to, first of all, you probably got to dress up. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you, you want to know what I wore? <laughs> I don't know if I want to know what you wore. <laughs> you want to know what I wore. Okay. What I started off wearing was not what I ended up wearing. I'll leave it at that. Oh, Lord. Because it, it was a nice, beautiful August night. Oh, no. In, in I guess, I don't know, where where is Bald Knob at? Would you call that Northeast Central? You were in Bald Knob? 
Well, you went to here's an oil trough. You go to Bald Knob. Here's I'm oh, oil trough. Yeah. You go to Bald Knob, you yeah. take it's down there. Yes, yeah. So oil trough. I'm in the, the couple the of good places to eat in Bald Knob, by the way. Yeah, at the bulldog, wife, and then that uh, Cajun place. Cake there at the bulldog, bulldog cafe. There's that Cajun place too. Oh yeah, pretty so good. Good places. Anyway, neither here nor there. Um, yeah. I mean, Bald Knob. That's your plug. Send your boys money. So there's also a nice wreck in Bald Knob one time on the way to a wrestling show. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Tom was not happy with us. We um, went in hot pursuit. Yeah. Yeah. I was Dave Dodson. Yeah. So. Okay, where was I? No, so Taco Bell's phenomenal. So, yeah, yeah, they let me just run my mouth. So, it's August. The gym is just a cool... The gym in Holdroff in August. Not air-conditioned. Not air-conditioned, so... No. Yeah. So, once again, thank goodness I'm not actually wrestling a match. So, I wore wore khakis. Khakis, nice khakis. Yeah. I wore blazer. Were they pleated? Were they pleated khakis or plain front? No, they're actually uh, work pants that I bought at yeah. Club. Plain front I, then. Yeah. Yeah. So, Good um, call. Yeah. So I'm wearing those. I'm wearing a suit jacket because yeah. I'm with official. Yeah. yeah. I was wearing my purple tuxedo rash guard. Oh. So a skin tight spandex tuxedo top. No. Oh. And the reason That's I love. look, I know number one, I don't look appealing in spandex. I get it. <laughs> I did. look, I see myself most naked most don't most don't. Yeah, and I look, I see myself naked in the mirror, and I'm just gonna tell you, I don't like what I see. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> like <laughs> so it's not good. So I get no. So he ends up pairing me with this guy with 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 Christian Cross, great guy to work with him with Ray Ray. And actually I didn't realize that I guess I'm somewhat respected on the mic in Arkansas. Oh. He said when I was coming out there, he's like, man, I'm not looking forward to battling this guy on the microphone. He goes, why? He goes, he's pretty good. Nice. You know, we had a nice little, we had a nice little back and forth, but man, I'm getting to make these like um, promos. Like yeah. it's like I get to after the thing. So I cut one, and whenever it's out, uh, whenever they release it, I'll share it to the page. So I'm like, I'm basically in the match. I get kicked. I get kicked in the privates. Hmm. Uh, so I'm telling them I'm going to sue them, but my guy's managing lost. So the entire time I'm just complaining about how horrible it is. But yeah. I'm on vacation at the beach because I had this relaxing trip planned. It's like the cheesiest green screen that I could possibly find. Yeah. At one point, I pick up the papers, but I'm just selling it like, like I'm going to sue you guys. This is an outrage. What happened? I'm referring to it as the outrage in Ultroff. And dude, everybody there hates me. It's great. Good. All right. So yeah. you can't go to Ultroff. I can't. Yeah. No. 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 I mean, I gotta. I gotta just sneak in the back just, door. Just mark that up. Uh, there's another place in Arkansas. Clint can't go. Yeah, there's like what ten now. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. I'm just not. Yeah, allowed. yeah. Oh well. Not not allowed. All right. <clears throat> well, I have a holy shnikes moment for you. Oh my goodness. And I think this is one that may get you in your feels because I think you're going to appreciate this. If you haven't heard about it, you may have heard about it. 
but I haven't told you about it. Right? I haven't told you what it is. No, I have no idea. So I'm going to surprise you. Okay. Well, <clears throat> all right. Eastern Michigan. Lovely school. Are they the Chickawas? Yeah, they're just something. They're, okay, they're the Eastern it doesn't matter for the story. No, okay. Um, Eastern Michigan <clears throat> has a player, a walk-on. Okay. Named Zach Conti. Zach Conti. Okay, I'm following. Eastern okay. Michigan, walk on. Now, you yeah. know, one of the big deals nowadays is, you know, we, we just heard of, uh, you know, uh, Joshua Street for Arkansas got us a walk on, just got his, uh, just got a scholarship. Uh, you know, that, that's a big deal nowadays, right? These, these guys that are scholarship guys will, will uh, Zach Conti is a senior. Okay. And he's been a walk on for four years at Eastern Michigan. Some of his teammates found out that in order to pay his bills last last school year that he was having to go sell plasma in order to just live life and pay his yeah. bills with paying for school. I'm sure he's got student loans, all that kind of stuff, right? Or he may have student loans. I don't know. So some of his teammates found out about that, but the coach is like, look, I have 85 scholarships. I can't, you know, that's, that's all we got. And I guess it didn't work out to where one of them were available for him. So one of the team captains, Brian Dooley goes to coach and says, Hey, Zach's had to sell plasma so he can stay in pays bills. I've talked to my family. I want him to have my scholarship and I'll go off scholarship. So he can be, be on scholarship this year. So he'll have at least one year to where he doesn't have to pay for. That's a feel good story, Clint. That is a feel good story. And that, but you know, that's, that's a team it, captain. Yeah. No, there's ever a kid that deserved uh, to be a team captain. It, it's him. Um, you know, but that's awesome. That that that's just awesome. And I'm gonna say it right here. You, you're gonna hear it first, right here. Had you heard that story yet? I had not heard it. Okay, I just heard about it today. But there's a video of the coach announcing it to the team, and then he lets the 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 team captain guy go up and hand him the the scholarship, the piece of paper or whatever that says you got the scholarship or whatever. And yeah. anyway, it's really it's really good. But I'm gonna say it right here first. Say it right here. Everybody needs to be listening. Everybody needs to be paying attention. We need to get Brian Dooley, the team captain who gave up his scholarship so that his teammate can have a scholarship. Right. He deserves the Brandon Burlesworth award. I agree. Yeah. I think that's a very Brandon thing to do. Hundred percent. I think we look at the character that Brandon Burlesworth had. If he would have been facing that same type of situation, yeah. you know, he might have. And especially if his family, you know, we know from his story that Brandon couldn't have afforded to give up his scholarship, probably. But if he could have, right? Hey, man, that you know, the award is for 
apparently, I mean, I don't know. I haven't watched film on the cap team captain on Brian Dut uh, Dooley, but if he's a team captain, I'm guessing he's pretty good. He's a pretty good ball player. Yeah. I, th I think the, the, the catch is, you know, with the Bullsworth Award, you've got to have started your career to walk on. <laughs> yeah. He just started on college. But, yeah. no, but that, that says so much about the character of the kid, Brian Dooley, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah that that is – that is that says a lot about him as a person. And that's if you're a head coach, if you're Sam Pittman, if you're Nick Saban, <clears throat> any coach that you want a team captain like that. You, you want yeah. Um that deserves to be celebrated. I mean, and look, that's not why Dooley did it, right? He's he's not doing it so it's celebrated, I'm sure. He's doing it because he's seeing a buddy that's working hard. It's putting the effort in that deserves to not have to go sell plasma so he can pay his bills and be able to afford gas money to go home and whatever else he needs to do. Okay. Yeah. So I, I thought, holy Nikes, dude. No, they, never, they, never heard of anything like that. No, you know, and not that it's probably never happened. It may have happened before too. Who knows? Yeah. No, you know, and there's a, I, yes, that, that's the first time I've heard of anything quite like that happening. People taking gray shirts because they're over the limit. And you heard of that. Zach Clark did that. Yeah. Um, went to Fayetteville. I think it was, he's head coach at Fayetteville now, isn't he? Or he's somewhere. Um, somewhere like that. Yeah. Yeah. But mate, okay. You went through that deal, right? You went through where you had to pay for school. You walked on at Arkansas Tech. Right. You had to pay for school. And thankfully, you got you got a partial scholarship, right? Towards yeah, the yeah. At the end of it, I got I got a like man. He made it this far and didn't quit. Give him a little bit of money. Well, so imagine that, imagine if somebody like and look, just because they didn't do it doesn't make them less of a person. Okay, I'm just saying. But imagine if somebody like Matt Nelson or Jumbo yeah. would have came. You know, two guys that you played with that were starters that were stud offensive linemen. What if they would have came to you and or came to the coach and said, "Hey, Clint deserves it. Coach, give him my scholarship." But see, it's so much more now for that kid and them than it was me. Yeah. Look, to be honest with you, I, I'd never feel like I got treated any better or worse, or I got less than or more than any of my scholarship teammates. Mm -hmm. That's the joy of being a Division two football player. It's just they treat you all like crap, no matter <laughs> yeah. if you're all if you're all conference yeah. or, if the, or if you're the third string center walk on. They but the difference is, I mean, but imagine there being like, here's a special place with food. You can't go in there. You don't get this meal plan. Yeah. And that I mean, it, there, I mean, there's just so much more that comes. Yeah. You know, you ain't got to pay for those meals. It's like where at tag, you know, like there's the calf, go eat hot dogs. If you want to, I don't care. Yeah. You know, there, there's certain nutrition, you know, access to all this stuff that just yeah, little bit that, 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 that scholarship at a division one, high division one school is, is something it's worth some money. Oh yeah, for sure. 
Anyway, uh, I thought that was a great, great feel good so story. Was, so. But you know, I was telling you that I had a holy schnackies moment this week. Yeah, you do. And it, it is, um, this is not a feel good story. <laughs> ends with agony, a trip to the orthopedic surgeon. Mm. So, as you know, I've tried my hand in farming. Yeah. I grew up on a farm. We did pigs, we did everything. So, I'm, I'm doing pigs. Yeah. So, it came time. I raised my three pigs to the f- to full size, and it was time for them to go to the process. So, um, time to get some meat. Yeah, time to get some meat. So, for those of y'all that are against meat like that, sorry. Sorry. They had a good life up till I had them killed. So, Clint, Clint treated them well. I treated them well. We fed them well. They were happy up until their last day. They got mud. They about, they about killed me mm-hmm. and my family. As you <laughs> here. So we go to, so dad, dad does what dad does. He finds this cheap stock trailer for $600, fixes it. Like this thing is the biggest piece of crap I've ever seen. Like just horrible. He, he gets it in like three or four months, makes something out of nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's the most Tom Clark thing ever. You're talking about a man that's all real close. I goes, they use that. I ain't got to pay for a backboard. That's right. Basketball goal. Institute. Like basketball goal. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's the man's, the man's, he's, he's a modern day MacGyver. Yeah. Yeah. He's a modern day MacGyver. Yeah. So he, so he, he fixes the trailer. So he backs it up and um, he backs it up, leaves there overnight. Now what I should have done was Thursday night get the hogs in the trailer. That way I could kind of take him a time. And if it didn't go well, I could have thought that that's not what I did. No. In my brain, it didn't think ahead, did you? It, it, I was gonna throw the hog food on the back of the trailer. And, the and they hog, were just gonna scurry up there. Scurry on up there. Just scurry like, on up. Oh, there's nothing going on just with frolic you. into the trailer. No. No, that's not what they did no it's not what they did i mean it was i we started loading them things. you didn't you wait you tell me that you didn't have to just get at the front of the trailer and go big city and they came right running toward you it did not work that way what it did not work that oh way. it's my whole life has been a lie dude um yeah <laughs> there there is cardio and there is um, herding hogs cardio. Oh. I stepped foot in that hog pen at 6 a.m. I pulled off for the processing plant at 9 a.m. Mm, three hours. Three hours. It just me, my stepson, my wife, my dad, 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 who fell and like tore his peck off the muscle. Oh. And like, so he can't do stuff, but he's. You know, he don't get around as well since his knee replacement. And it's just, he's out there trying to help hold the herd the hogs. And I just feel stupid. And Tom's making fun of me. And, you know, it's just, it's like being a teenager all over again. I feel yeah. Tom's yeah. making fun of me. Yeah. Uh, so he just like, man. Well, at one point, one of the pigs get out. I mean, out. Like he is out in the yard. I don't like he's good. He's so my wife tries to tackle the pig. It does not go well. Um, 
It didn't go any better about 15 minutes later when I tried to tackle the pig. But we were able, but finally we were able to get him back in. We got them all loaded. After Tom made a makeshift shoot. Yeah. In the shoot, and he's like, all right, just, I mean, just, it's like he, he MacGyvered a shoot and we got it loaded up. But Anna's torn a ligament in her thumb that she is probably going to have to have surgery on uh-huh. from basically trying to You sure you want to try this farming thing? <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, that it, it, it cracked me up because it's just, I mean, it brought to me the other day when we were doing the Buck James podcast. Yeah. I don't know the way my shoulder was resting. And, like, my shoulder hurt for, like, two weeks. Like, I hurt my shoulder doing this podcast just because the way I was turned. It made me think of ridiculous injuries. Did I have anything as fun as, well, what I was doing was I was trying to tackle a pig. Yeah. (laughs) I've got, got like, ridiculous injuries, but, like, what was I thinking injuries? Like, what, what, what made me think that was a good idea? Yeah. You know, you ever have you got any injuries like that, Travis? Well, um, I don't know. I don't have anything like, um, one time this was, I was out of high school. I think I was college age. We were playing at the Wooster courts at the, at the Wooster church. And, uh, I ran into a tow truck. Yeah with my leg uh sandy husband right. had a tow truck and it was parked next to the basketball court and i went to go save a ball and i ran into the said tow truck and my right shin caught the like the edge of the body line of the truck which right, was yeah. reinforced by metal and it like took a chunk out of my leg down to the bone. Mm-hmm. Like, so I had like a, anyway, it was very painful. Right. Um, that was kind of, that was a weird one. Yeah. You know, um, would, you remember bicycles back in the day, like now they're all like the pedals are all made out of plastic and stuff. Mm. I to this day have a scar on the back of my left heel from where I got a hunk of meat taken out the back of it off one of those pedals. Just, eh. Just, <laughs> well, here's a pretty good one too. My uh, first stitches I ever had, I was about 10 years old. I was living in Clinton. My neighbor was a World War II vet. And while he was in the Philippines, he made a knife out of all like aluminum, like aluminum handle and it had a metal blade or whatever, a regular metal blade. And, uh, my grandpa bought me that knife at a yard sale at, uh, cause he thought it was cool. That guy had made it while he was stationed in the Philippines in, uh, world war two. So, uh, I'm there at the house, you know, and it's my mom's, single mom at the time so i'm kind of the man of the house or whatever and you're the man of the house 
and I'm it's time to feed the dogs or the dog. And we have a 50 pound bag of dog food. And I get this knife, by the way, it's like a foot and a half long knife. Okay. And I'm opening the dog food bag with the blade facing toward me. Okay. Now, thankfully it wasn't very sharp, which, and I'm lifting up, it was having a hard time cutting through the dog food bag. Cause you know how those strings on the dog food bag, they never work right. You know, right. Never work. And so I'm, I'm trying to cut instead. And I, and I'm sitting there cutting through and I'm lifting up the dog food sack with it. And then all of a sudden it breaks loose and cuts through and the knife comes up and hits me right in the face. And I, and it hit me like right in the nose right here. Uh-huh. And then up here in the forehead and I got, and I had, my mom took me in for stitches on my nose cause it was pretty deep and she didn't want me to have a real bad scar there. And so, yeah, that's kind of a dumb one that I was opening oh, no. a dog food sack with a blade facing me like, like an idiot. In, in retrospect, you're like, idiot, what do you think was going to happen? But I was 10 years old. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, anyway. Well, Clint, it is, we're a week and a half away, dude. Yeah, I think game prep starts tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. They'll yeah, start- we'll, be 10 day, we'll be 10 days away when this comes out, I believe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, because we're recording this Tuesday, Wednesday, they start game prep. So I think, I, I think for most part, the starting lineups were, they're kind of there in. Mm-hmm. I think the only place where the starting starters don't matter is on that defense line because apparently they're just three deep and it is great. going to rotate them in. Yeah. I mean, they just, yeah. That defense line, if you feel good about anything, is that defense line is going to be a strength. Did you see Pittman's press conference the other day where he said uh he said he was talking about Jeff Coat, like Trajan Jeff Coat, and he said he's a bad man. Yeah. And uh he goes, and one of the reporters goes, What do you mean by saying he's a bad man? And Jeff Coat and uh Jefferson were there to to speak to the uh media after Pittman, and Pittman goes Trajan, come here. And he stood beside him, and Trajan's tall and just yes. bowed up. <laughs> he said, look, you're faster than you've ever been, aren't you? You know, you're stronger than you've ever been. And he said, I'm going to say you're probably hungrier than you've ever been, aren't you? And he's and more motivated. He said, yes, sir. He said, that's what I mean by a bad man. <laughs> he said he's. He's ready. And, uh, you know, the way they've been talking about him, Morgan, uh, Landon Jackson, uh, all those guys, all those defensive linemen, I'm excited to see what they do, dude. I, I really am. I know we've talked about it on here, um, but I just – I can't wait. I can't wait to see how that rolls out. They're going to be fresh-legged. They're going to be ready to roll, I think. And it's going yeah. to look bad for Western Carolina or whoever it's it is. Be, it's going to be bad because I think this this team, I don't think – I would be shocked if this team came out flat that first game. Yeah. I mean, it just it, – it don't – it just doesn't seem – it seems like 
don't know. It just has a feel like this team's ready to play. Like this team seems like it's yeah, got a agree with you. shoulder and, and they're ready to play. And I, I feel bad. I feel bad for Western Kentucky having that first spot. Carolina. Um, West Carolina. Western Carolina, yeah. 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 Western Kentucky, once again, thank you for getting Jan Morris fired. That's uh, right. That's we, right. We appreciate it. <laughs> But no, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. I really think. And one thing that Pittman did say that I heard him, that I really liked was they're going against the more off his lines going against the SEC guys every day. Yeah, three three D. You know, mm-hmm. like they just the, the constant and just so it does look. It sounds like on the offensive line that it's going to be Limmer and Latham. I, I get them too mixed up. Mm. Uh, I think, I, do too. I think everybody always has and probably always will. Yeah, um, I think Limmer's the center. Yeah, Limmer's the center. Latham's going to be the left guard. Sounds like Braun has locked down that right guard spot. And Patrick Kudis is locked down that right tackle spot. Um, The big question is left tackle, I believe, right now. That, um, you know. Manual or. Yeah, Manual or Chambly. It sounds like it, it really does sound like to hear them say, like, look, we think Manuel's the better player, but but Chambly's been practicing and he's been doing good. Yeah. So are you reading it the same way as me, Travis? Yeah, I am. I th- I think um I think it'll be interesting to see. I think it may not be till the second or third game before we find out really. I think they want to. I think they want to get that line in some game time situations, right? Before they finalize who those guys are, um, especially at those tackle positions. I think you. I think, like you said, those three middle guys are pretty dead set. And uh, I think Kudis is too. I, I would be shocked. Yeah, they talk so much about him, man. They, yeah, they've, I, I they've, be, they, they've, be, they've, they've, they've sang his praises so much at every, yeah. every time the line gets talked about. I would about be I would be about as surprised if he wasn't at right tackle as if KJ wasn't starting at quarterback. Well, I don't know about that, no, but yeah. Well, you get you get yeah. my you get the drill. Yeah, the way they talk about him, um, it's that it's a definite that he's he's a favorite to to you know get going there. Um, I'm anxious to see the D backs, uh, and I'm anxious to see these wide receivers, man. I think. I think there's some real potential with these wide receivers. I think, I think there's some really some good things that could happen. Did you hear uh, Satanga got a, a return for a touchdown in the first play of yeah, the? I did hear, yeah. Kickoff return for a touchdown, in the first play of the scrimmage the other day. Don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, it's hopefully it's a good thing for Satanga, well, but. Yeah, well, you're mostly going to be kicking it out of the end zone. Yeah, you know, mostly you're going to take it on the 25. But I'm, no, I'm excited. I'm excited about. Okay, so week one after after about the midway point, who are we not? Who are we talking about that we're not talking about? Um, somebody flying under the radar. You think's going to do something? You know who I think you know who I think I think gonna surprise some people. Who's that? I think Hudson Clark's gonna surprise some people. You know, I was about to say that. 
Zig. I, I, I was about to say, because here's the thing. If you talk to any one of those offensive guys, if you, or if you just listen to their press conference, if you listen to any of those offensive guys, any of those receivers, any of the quarterbacks, they talk about how smart Hudson Clark is. And I think he's going to have another a game like that old Miss game. I'm not saying he's going to get what he had three interceptions three, in that game. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not saying he's going to necessarily get three interceptions, but what I am saying is he's going to have a game that's it's going to be like SEC Player of the Week type of game. Yeah, and have you seen him? Oh, he's looking good. Looking, he looks like a whole different kid, dude. Yeah. He looks like a whole different person. He, he he just one of them guys that I think he got picked. I thought his tackling was poor last year. Oh yeah. I, I mean I I mean I'm just gonna be just blunt. Yeah. Like, I thought he was there on coverage. You know he, the balls that got called on him would have got called on any defensive back in the country. Yeah. Because I mean he was in, he's in position a lot and he was in position making a lot of plays that he missed tackles. And I think that's kind of what you're gonna see on him. And I think that's part of the reason Pitt was like. We're we're hitting more. We're just we're just doing it. Um, I think the thing I, he has that that is instincts and and intelligence. Okay, the things he struggles with is the physicality, and if he can match the physicality in some way this year, if he can up that, and just he doesn't have to up it all the way. He doesn't have to all of a sudden become, you know. Kenoy Kennedy, okay. He doesn't have to all of a sudden become David Barrett. I mean, he he if he can just up it a little bit more, okay, and then I'd love to see what happens. Yeah. You know? and, and plus he's gonna be playing more safety, and I thought he did fantastic in safety. Yeah. He, he's probably not a, I mean, he's probably a mediocre at best cornerback. Yeah. But I think he make he, he goes to an NFL camp at safety, in my opinion. Well, he has some freedom to run. I'm not saying he makes a roster. I'm just saying he gets an invite to camp and gets to at least try it out. Yeah. That's my opinion. We'll see. We'll see what he you know, the one you know, slow footedness is a worry with him. Oh yeah. Um and you know, just and physicality. So, you know, but his intelligence on the field is something that's hard to argue. Yeah. Um, because he's he definitely shows that for sure. So can I get away with saying Lucas Hawes on here? Can I say that he's someone we're not talking about that we're gonna be talking about? I, I think we're talking about him. No, we're not talking about him enough. I agree with you. I, I think the the feeling is that he's gonna be the first the first tight end trotted out there. Um I think he's the most well rounded. Yeah. Well, um, Saturday Down South put out a list of, like, freshmen that we're excited about, mm -hmm. and he, he's on that list. I think he's going to – and Ty Washington, too. Um, the other tight end, I think we'll be talking a lot about them, too. Yeah. Uh, then, you know, Nathan Bax has been hurt a lot. So, um, you know, but he, he, he – you know, he's not one of them. that I think he caught a pass last year. I think that's what they said at the press conference, but 
he helped. He played a lot blocking, so I think he's going to – hopefully he'll get back going. But You know, the Grum, the Grum kid is a great pass catcher. Yeah. But he's just gonna he's gonna struggle with the physicality of the game and the position and the fact that I don't see him being in there a ton because Eno Enos likes to use that tight end that as it like an H back, so kind of like a as a fullback. And I don't think Grum's gonna be able to do that the way Haas and even Washington can do. Yeah. Um so I think you're right. I think Haas is going to be one that we're definitely. I think he's going to. I'd like to see what kind of relationship he ends up having with KJ. If he if he's built a good relationship with KJ to where KJ's trusted him and he goes to him a lot, it could be it could be a special thing. I think. Yeah. No. The one thing you don't have this year, and I think. That, that we've had in the past. Like, I think we felt like two years ago, like, okay, Burks is his go-to guy. Yeah. And then last year, we really, Trey Knox was his go-to guy. Yeah. He, he just, he really was. That's a, who becomes the go-to guy. Yeah. That, I mean, that sounds like him and Tesla have got good chemistry. Yeah. Um, same, same thing with Armstrong. Um, it really does sound like the starting three wideouts are going to be, Tesla, Armstrong, and um, Jaden Wilson. Yeah. And then with Satanga coming in, the poor guy, and you know that 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 that's 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 the lineup. And they said, you know, of course, Mbake would have got a little bit, you know, reps. Yeah. He would have been up there, but obviously he's out. And they, there's they mentioned six of them. I'm brain farting on one of them. I, I know Satanga, uh, Broden. But Broden and I, there was another one and I'm oh Bryce Stevens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I think you're this this team just appears to be deeper than it has in the past. It, I agree with you. I think that was something they talked about on drive time today was uh one of the key things they keep thinking about is that there seems to be good depth. Yeah. Even at a position like linebacker where you we're worried about there being good depth. Yeah, uh, the depth in the secondary still scares me. Yeah, I mean that—that's the one. Well, the thing. secondary and the offensive line is where the depth worries. I'm not as worried about the depth on the offensive line because I think you've got. Okay, here's the thing: you've obviously got three tackles you can trust: Kudis, um, Chambly, and uh, Manuel. You Kudis can also play center. So you got two centers that you can trust that are good ball players, which means that frees you up there. And then plus, Marion Harris had a terrific Liberty Bowl. Yeah. Not even Tyrese Crawford. I think the offensive line depth is phenomenal. Um, so I'm just gonna disagree with you there. The only thing that just terrifies me is the depth in the secondary because I think you got, I think everywhere on the field you have a you have an SEC two deep. An SEC too deep, except for the, maybe the secondary. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to be that's that is a place of worry, of course. Which you know, uh, uh, Pittman was at the touchdown club today, and he joked. He said, you know, something like we were ranked this on offense, and he said, and then on 
pass defense we're ranked. <laughs> he stopped right there. <laughs> he said there was a number for us. We were ranked. <laughs> and so which we were dead last. Um and now there's two more teams in the NCAA division one, so we could go down. And you know, <laughs> there's a possibility. There's we were one thirty one and we could go to one thirty three this year. But you know, you had you you had guys on that that, that did the transfer portal out of the secondary. Yeah. That that went to UAPB. And I'm not trying to downgrade any kids at all. Yeah. Uh, it just there's a there, there there was an obvious well when one of them when one of the guys that you count on as a nickelback and a safety, Simeon Blair, I'm gonna call him out. Okay, goes to commits to UAPB and then ends up at Memphis. I didn't know he wound up at Memphis. Yeah, he ended up at Memphis. But <laughs> he was a captain and a starter on a power five division one team. And he could barely find a place to go. Yeah. Um, look, Miles Slusher, I hate the way he had to leave or the way he left. Okay. But let's, let's be fair. He originally committed to the team that we beat first game of the season. Cincinnati. And then he ends up on Colorado, the team that's taking everybody with a heartbeat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought he committed to Louis. I thought he committed to Louisville, but you No, I'm sorry, Louisville. That's right. Never mind. It was Louisville. I was thinking Cincinnati for some reason. He started out with Louisville, ends up, which Louisville's not very good. Or not not that great, right? And ends up at Colorado, a team that will be lucky to win three games this year, probably. Okay, I mean, as much hype as around Dion, what would they replace? Like sixty percent of their roster, something like that. No more than that. I mean, yeah. he, turned, he, turned it, he turned the roster completely over. So, you know, I mean, hey, maybe it goes well, and for our buddy, uh, um. Jordan Dominic, we hope it goes well, but the truth is, you know, we lost. That's two of our best, two of the guys that got a lot of minutes, and that we considered and it started in our in our defensive backfield. Um, I like the guys we brought in, um, or I like what I'm hearing about them. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But here's my favorite thing about them, Clint is I don't care who they are. When you have the defensive line that we have, that makes the defensive backs even better. Yeah. Yeah. They, and and um, Odom dialed up a lot of pressure last year. I mean, he brought, he brought um, Drew Sanders. And, man, why wouldn't you? Drew Sanders was amazing. Yeah. Um, but but now you don't have to send them. Uh, I, I think you're going to get pressure with the defensive line. And your linebackers are more free to – do whatever they need. Well, the, the difference in this system with Travis Williams is going to be where the pressure is coming from. And a lot of it's going to be natural built-in pressure with those four down linemen. They're, they're going to pl- run some base sets 
and then delay blitz a linebacker every now and then. And and he's gonna bring people. Okay. He's you know, Pittman told him, said, I don't know about all these zero blitzes, you know. And zero blitz means you got everybody called man to man and everybody else goes. Okay. And so he's gonna he's gonna do some of that which I'm excited about, okay? That's going to put pressure on quarterbacks to perform. Uh, but the problem is if it's a good SEC quarterback can burn you when you do that too. So, but uh, anyway, it's dude, I'm ready for some football, dude. I'm, I'm just telling you, I'm ready yeah. for some daggum football. Hey, hold on. I want to, I want to read this schedule to you. And, uh, and I want you to just tell me if it was Arkansas playing this team, how if you think they'd win or lose. Okay. Okay. Tennessee Martin. Win. Ball State. Win. South Carolina at home. Win. UAB. Win. At Auburn. Mm. I'd win. Okay, win. I, I think so too, honestly. Hosting Kentucky. Win. At Vandy. Win. Um, hosting Missouri. <laughs> uh, we'll say win on that one. Um, hosting Ole Miss. Loss. Okay, so there's there's one. At Tennessee. Uh win. You really think you think we win at Tennessee? Sure. That'd be the, I would have that. I'd have Ole Miss at home as a win. And uh and anyway, the last game is hosting Georgia Tech. Win. Okay. Uh, so you have one loss. I also there's a neutral site game against Florida. So I'm not. I didn't ask that one because it's given it away. Is that Georgia's? That is Georgia's schedule. You have Arkansas going eleven and one, maybe ten and two. I have Arkansas going eleven and one, maybe ten and two. That is how weak Georgia's schedule is. That Gosh. is weak. That's terrible. I mean, if they don't win the national championship with that, I don't know. Your your one hard game is at Tennessee, in my opinion. Yeah. And No, you're right. I mean, they don't – I mean, yeah, I mean, South Carolina's – they've got their quarterback situation figured out, but – Yeah. But against – if I got Georgia's team, I'm I'm still going to – Did South Carolina – did – well, South Carolina ain't going to sneak up on people this year either. No. Yeah. When you got Spencer Rattler. Well, and then you're you got a new offensive coordinator. Yeah. In South Carolina. I mean, and I've been hearing yeah, I've been here by saying I've been hearing good things. I read a highlight I've read a headline um of one article. Yeah. That's that said they're really happy with Loggins in South Carolina. Yeah. Listen, everyone's happy with you in the preseason. They may hate you by week three. That's right. I mean, so so, which coordinator do you think we turn on first? Um, Scott Fountain again? Yeah. Yeah, they'll muffle Hunter 
something, and they'll just turn on Fountain. I think it's going to be hard. Well, I really like everything I hear about Williams. I think if the offense doesn't click, if if there's if the communication is not there between Enos and and KJ, then I think you could hear some there. But I think there will be. I think they are getting along. No, I, I think. Th- well, and I think KJ has respect for Enos, and I think vice versa. I think KJ could be a second or third round pick this year. Yeah, but a lot of it depends on how it how it goes. Well, I think KJ's really seeing that Enos is going to train him to be a better pro quarterback. He's going to put him under center. Some he's not going to keep him under center all the time. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna work him. I, th- I think he really sees where Enos is making is going to make him better. That his offense is going to make him better. That he's going to be able to by the end of the year he's going to be able to read defenses better. He's going to be able to get in and out of plays better. Uh, he's going to be able to make calls better on on his own. He's not going to have to look over to the sideline to figure out what to do. He's going to be able to do it himself, and pro teams are going to see that, and they're going to like what they see. I think. Yeah. So, you know, I think I think both of them. I think and Travis Williams brings so much energy, and that that whole him and Woodson on the on the defensive side of the ball. I'm just man. I'm I'm pumped to see them go to work. No, I, I'm 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 really excited to watch. I'm really excited to see the product this first game. Yeah, I know next week we're going we're going to go game by game and predict the schedule. We do know if we had Georgia's schedule, we would be feeling really really good. That's right. Um, but we don't have their schedule. I believe when it came to strength of schedule, we were we were we were fourth, fifth, sixth somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah, we but, wasn't uh, number one like oh yes past years. But we're still, you know, hey. But anyway, folks, uh, thanks for listening and watching and and paying attention to us. Like and share, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Get the word out there. We always need that. Okay, we always need that. Don't hit the street. Spread the word. Spread the word. Um, And hopefully you like what you hear. You like what we're talking about. Uh, hopefully you're excited about Razorback football too coming up. I know we are, man. I, I can't wait. Um, fired up for it. Um, listen, next week we're gonna go through this to the roster. We're hope we're through the schedule. We hope we got a special guest on the line for that. We'll we let you know more about that. Say one bad thing about every player. That's right. Yeah. No. Uh, we're, we're gonna go through the schedule and uh. And make our uh, our big. Last year we didn't do so good, Clint. We didn't. We didn't do I did so good. poorly. I'm not going to predict I'm going to go undefeated this year. Yeah, me neither. Um, no, I'm not. But I do think, I I think realistically they, they've got a good football team. The, the yeah. depth, the depth has never seemed like this. And and I've said it. I've said it a million times. You got the quarterback situation figured out. You, yeah. you 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 do it. You can do some things, and I think they got a two deep quarterback situation figured out. Yeah. So yeah, 
I think so too. I think I like that room for sure. Well, folks, thanks again so much for, we appreciate you listening and watching and paying attention to us. Uh, those of y'all that continue to stick by us, we, we appreciate that. And, and uh, those of y'all that are new, just catching on, we always appreciate that. And we need more new people. Okay. So just uh, like, share, comment, all those good things. Clint. See you, buddy. Bye, everybody. Sweat. One. Filthy. Dirt. Harvest. When I work, my hands get filthy down in this dirt Won't see no harvest till I hurt Cry in your kingdom come Listen I wake up in the morning I bow my head to pray Mama told me if I don't Ain't nothing gonna change These prayers breaking up hard drive So I can sow the seed In a and pain, Lord knows I gotta follow his lead, that's why I sweat when I work, my hands get filthy down in this dirt, won't see no more.